The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the college football history of the East Carolina Pirates. This program has a history of great stretches and near-perfect seasons. One Hall of Fame coach, one coach with a great three-year stretch, one coach with a great two-year stretch, one comeback for the ages, one comeback over ranked team, one opening day loss to derail a perfect season, one loss in week two to derail a perfect season, one undefeated untied team, three stellar teams, one offensive juggernaut, one Cinderella team, one winning quarterback, one longtime rival, one rough beginning for a program, and of course, Petey the Pirate. First season, 1932. National Championship, zero. Heisman Trophy winners, zero. Best coach, Pat Dye. 1974 to 1979, 48 wins, 18 losses, and one tie, and won 72.4% of his games. Coach Dye's version of the Pirates posted winning seasons every year during his six-season tenure at East Carolina. He posted two seven-win seasons, two eight-win seasons, and two nine-win seasons. Pat Dye is in the College Football Hall of Fame. But attention must be paid to two other coaches. Clarence Sastovich. 1962 to 1969, 50 wins, 27 losses, one tie, and won 64.7% of his game. After posting a 5-4 and four record in his first season at East Carolina, for the next three seasons from 1963 to 1965, Coach Sastovich, version of the Pirates, posted 9-1 and one records every season, going or combined 27-3. and three. And then there was Sony Randall, 1971 to 1973, 22-10, and, and won 62.2% of his games. After posting a 4-6 record in his first season at East Carolina, for the next two seasons, Coach Randall's version of the Pirates posted 9-2 records each season, going combined 18-4 over two seasons. Most stunning win. East Carolina 37, North Carolina State 34, January 1st, 1992, the Peach Bowl. Number 12, East Carolina entered the game 10-1, and writing a 10-game winning streak as the Pirates had not lost since the opening day. Number 21, North Carolina State, was 9-2, playing in Atlanta in front of over 59,000 fans against their in-state foe. The Pirates found themselves down 34-17 with just under nine minutes left in the game. And then the Pirates rallied for a comeback for the ages. Here's what happened. With just under nine minutes remaining in the game, the Wolfpack muffed a punt, and the Pirates had the ball on the Wolfpack 32-yard line with 841 left in the game. These Carolina fans started chanting, we believe. Pirate quarterback Jeff Blake led a seven-play touchdown drive to cut the lead to 34-24, taking only one minute, 15 seconds off the clock. On the ensuing possession, the Pirates' defense hailed, and after a 50-yard punt, they had the ball at their own 20-yard line. And again, Pirate quarterback Jeff Blake led the Pirates on an 11-play, 80-yard touchdown drive, taking only a little over two minutes off the clock. And now the lead was cut to 34-30. to After a failed two-point conversion that kept the score at 34-30, to 
with 4.18 left in the game on the Pirates' next possession, a 22-yard touchdown pass from Blake to Fisher capped the stunning fourth-quarter comeback. The win catapulted the Pirates into the top 10 of the final AP poll as they finished number nine, the program's highest ranking ever in the final AP poll. But attention must be paid to one other game. East Carolina 27, Miami of Florida 23, September 25th, 1999. East Carolina entered the game 3-0. Number nine, Miami was 2-1, playing at Raleigh because the game followed Hurricane Floyd, which had torn through Greenville. Emotions were at a fever pitch. Miami had its way early and was in command early in the third quarter, 23-3. The Pirates then stayed a furious comeback. This is what happened. Pirate James Wilson ran for a 23-yard touchdown to cut the lead to 23-10, with just a little over five minutes into the third quarter. Late in the third quarter, the Pirates had the ball in their own 16-yard line, and they drove 84 yards for a touchdown. And now the lead was cut to 23-17, to with just a little under 12 minutes remaining in the game. After a Pirate field goal cut the lead again to 23-20, to they drove 79 yards for a touchdown on a 27-yard touchdown pass from David Girard to Keith Stokes to take the lead for the first time that day, 27-23. to At game's end, the fans stormed the field and tore down both goalposts. The win over number nine, Miami, was the highest-ranked team the Pirates had ever defeated. Most stunning loss, Illinois 38, East Carolina 31, August 31st, 1991. On the opening day of the 1991 season, the Pirates were a 12.5-point underdog to Illinois. Playing at Illinois, the Pirates fell behind 38-10. to And then they staged a comeback as they scored 21 unanswered points to cut the lead to 38-31 to with 141 left in the game. They tried an onside kick and recovered it at their own 46-yard line but an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty moved the ball back to the 31-yard line. They failed to convert on first down, and the loss was the only blemish on the schedule that season for the Pirates. The Pirates would go on to run the table, win 11 straight games, to close out the season and finish 11-1, number nine in the final AP poll. This loss derailed any hope of that undefeated season in a major bowl berth. The Illini would go on to finish the season 6-6. Six and six. But attention must be paid to one of the game. Furman 14, East Carolina 7, October 2nd, 1965. East Carolina entered the game 1-0 and would go on to run the table after this game, winning its next eight games in a row. Furman entered the game 1-1 and would go on to a 5-5 record. Playing away at Furman, the game was scoreless after the first quarter, but in the second quarter, the Paladins scored two touchdowns to take a 14-0 lead in the halftime and never looked back. This stunning loss derailed all hopes of an undefeated unside season for East Carolina. Best team. It was the 1941 East Carolina Pirates 7-0. Coach John Christian Berry's 1949 team went undefeated and untied. They posted five shutouts in seven games, allowed a total of 14 points all season, and outscored their opponents by a combined 159-14. No team got within six points of the Pirates that season. There were the three 9-1 teams that Coach Clarence Satsovich coached, and they could fit the bill here as the best team, his 1963 team, 1964 team, and his 1965 team. The 1965 team may have been the strongest, as they shut out four teams in a row on the way to an 8-1 record. Only a loss to a Furman team kept this team from that perfect season. They earned a berth in the Tangerine Bowl, where they defeated Maine 31-0. There was a 2013 East Carolina Pirates 10-3. Coach Ruffin McNeil's 2013 team was an offensive juggernaut, ninth in the nation in scoring, scoring 40.2 points per game. The Pirates earned a berth in the Beef O'Brady's Bowl, where they lost Ohio 27-20. But we give the nod to the 1991 East Carolina Pirates 11-1. After an opening day loss to Illinois 38-31, Coach Lewis's 1991 team ran the table with 11 straight wins to close out the season. The 1991 team, labeled with the moniker Cinderella and playing in front of frenzy fans who chanted, we believe, 
finished the season number nine in the final AP poll, the highest ranking ever for an East Carolina team. They earned the Perth in the Peach Bowl, where they defeated North Carolina State 37-34. They were an offensive juggernaut, 10th in the nation in scoring, 34.1 points per game. Best player, quarterback Jeff Blake, 1990-1991. In 1991, Jeff Blake led the Pirates to 11 consecutive wins after an opening day loss to Illinois. In 1991, Jeff Blake set single school records for passing yards, 3,073 yards per game, 279.4, and touchdown passes in a single game, five. Rival, Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. The teams first played in 1951, and Southern Mississippi won 40 to nothing. Hullabaloo. As mentioned, East Carolina's first season was 1932. That inaugural season, the Pirates went 0-5, and they were shut out every game, losing by a combined score of 170 to 0. And this means by an average score of 37.5 to 0. The next season, the Pirates were shut out in their first four games. In their fifth game of the season, that's the second season, they not only broke through and scored, but they won, defeating Campbell 6 to nothing. In their last game of the second season, the Pirates were shut out again. Then in the first game of the third season, the Pirates were shut out before scoring six points in the second game of the season in a 27-6 loss to Appalachian State. Oh, what does this all mean? From the Pirates' very first game ever through their first game of the third season, the Pirates lost by a combined score of 292-6 and by an average score of 24-0.5. Mascot. P.D. the Pirate, named after P.D. River, which flows through the Carolinas. Thank you for listening to the History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.